How to use yes people to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornell's from here. Our EMR expression today is, of course, not yes people, it's yes man. But yes man probably isn't politically correct anymore. So let's say yes people is the new yes man. So have you ever, listen, let me tell you a little story about a company I bought about 36 years ago. I bought into a manufacturing company and everything looked awesome on paper. It looked terrific. Every, all the, all the numbers, all the people, all the qualifications, everything looked awesome. Bought the company, started running it and realized that the organization at every level was full of what I call yes people. People that agreed with the boss, did whatever the boss said, the previous boss, and now they were doing that to me and my team. And it was really, really frustrating because I knew people were telling me what they thought I wanted to hear. They were showing me what they thought I wanted to see, not what I needed to see, what not what I needed to hear, not what I needed to know in order to create the changes and to supersize and grow this business. And so what did I do about it? Well. I'll tell you that at the end of this video because I think as we talk about this particular idiom and expression, you'll understand what had to happen in order for that company to be a company that I actually held on to for decades and ran and made millions and millions of dollars with. So <clears throat> what the heck is a yes man? Where did this idiom and expression come from? It actually originated in Rome with Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar was in trouble and his council of lawyers was advising him, but they weren't giving him the correct answers or the answers, the things he needed to hear. They were just telling him what they thought he wanted to hear. He ended up having all his lawyers killed, which of course got him in more trouble, which led to more years of being imprisoned and punished. And he ended up eventually being eaten by lions, which was both painful and gruesome, I would imagine. So let's not be like Julius Caesar and surround ourselves like with yes men. However, I guess Julius Caesar did deal with his yes men, even though it eventually caused him much more harm than if he had had better counsel in the first place. So somebody who agrees with everything you say or everything an associate says or everything the boss says, we've probably all worked with people on a team or in school. Think of teacher's pets. Teacher's pets, there's a difference between being a good student and a teacher's pet. And although it's kind of hard to describe, we all know exactly how it feels. And we've seen examples of people that are good students, bad students, and teacher's pets. We, we can differentiate. We have the ability to do that. On any team, any project, any group of people, whether business related or not, will often find a yes person. Somebody that agrees with either a powerful person in the organization or on the team or the leader or the person that's their boss. <clears throat> I remember in corporate America working in a team of, you know, we were department heads. So we were all different functions of a manufacturing company. And we had a boss that we reported to who always had us do these crazy projects, these what if projects. He would give us these scenarios at the last minute. We'd end up staying up all night individually coming up with what we needed to do for our departments and then having to come together and meet and figure out how the project would actually go if it ever were a, a scenario that we followed through in, in our business. Incidentally, looking back, there never was one. And all of us would end up staying up all night. Why? Well, because we liked our jobs. It was a tough economic time. We didn't want to lose our jobs. But this person expected all of us to do exactly what he asked, when he asked, and we ended up 
acting like yes people, even though it went against everything that we believed and wanted to do. And finally, some of us stood up and said, no, we're not doing this. We're not staying up all night. We've got families. We've got kids. We've got responsibilities. And, you know, none of these ever go anywhere. You know, after about five or six of them, I, I was like, uh, no, we're not going to do this anymore. And I might have gotten into trouble and ended up leaving that job. But it was well worth it because we have to do what's right. And we weren't doing him any favors, right? Were we really doing our boss any favors by always doing what he asked? Now, there's a difference and there's a line you have to know between doing what you're asked to do and what's expected of you in your, in your job and your responsibilities and your organization. We all have to expect our people to do what we hired them to do. But we also have to remember that if we make it very uncomfortable for them to tell us the truth, show us the truth, come to us with challenges and problems and mistakes, if we make it uncomfortable or embarrass them, heaven forbid, they'll stop doing it. Even the best team, even the best people will stop coming to you if they know that you're always going to punish them or beat them up or get on them for not not siding with you. Um, <clears throat> I think of the media right now and Joe Biden, and I, I hate to bring this up, but it is so blatantly in all of our faces, at least I think worldwide, but in America for sure, that... Um, people are, are treating him differently. They are showing him and telling him like they know he wants to hear. And it is absolutely positively hurting this country and this nation because the media and our leader, our, our elected leader, are making it very uncomfortable, if not silencing and censoring, anybody that goes against the current narrative. Now, me even saying this is probably not politically correct. But guess what? I'm not very political. I think we all have to treat one another fairly, but also when something isn't right, say something about it. And it's like being that teacher's pet. If you always agree with the teacher, no matter what the teacher says or does, even when the teacher's wrong, that's, I guess, throwing away our personal integrity and it doesn't make sense to do. So what did I do with those people in that manufacturing company that I bought? Well, of course, we let them go in mass. We did, you know, buyouts and found them other positions in other organizations and things, helped them with some um, reallocation of their careers, but we had to let them go. We had to filter out the people that weren't willing, and we gave everybody a chance to say, hey, this is the our expectation. This is how this organization is going to work. We don't need you agreeing with everything we say and do. We need you to help us to make this organization even better to get to this level because we had a, a much bigger plan for the company than when we purchased it and the people that didn't want to go along with that program a lot of them voluntarily left and found different positions and the rest we, we dealt with on an individual basis but they had to be filtered out of our organization because again we need people that will help us do what they know best to supersize and grow our business not to just tell us what they think we want to hear Love to know your experience or your, uh, I guess, challenges or changes with yes people. Have you had to deal with yes people in your organization? Have you ever been a yes person? I was a yes person on occasion in my career and in my when I was younger and when I didn't know better. I was pretty much always a yes person. Well, no, I wasn't. I was going to say I was a yes person to my parents and to my dad, but I was one of my only sisters that would actually question my dad and say, hey, I hear what you're saying, I understand the lesson, 
I don't necessarily agree. Help me understand further. Or, hey, man, I just don't agree. <laughs> so, yes, man, I love this topic. I love this idiom. I think it's an important one about leadership, realizing that we need to make it possible for people to come to us with their version of the truth, the truth to them. And whether we agree or not, we have to find ways to collaborate and figure out and find the best solutions for our organization and for the people in it, including us, all the time, not just think that it's always our way or the highway. All right, have an awesome day. If I can help you in any way, hit me up. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting leadership idiom, what it means, where it came from, and how you might use it to supersize your business or your life right now. Have an amazing day.